Like there's a frog, and it travels time, and it's fine. Everything's fine. I know the frog is cute. There's a space parasite that is like a comet, and there's people inside of it, and you have to fight the people inside the the space comet pipe oh. parasite. I'm I'm like stunned and shocked and pretty happy right now. So welcome to Generation Why Am I Like This? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Casey. I'm Liz. And I'm Outlook. And this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhoods. And I was going to wait a little bit longer to start, but you were actually saying the right things. And I'm kind of proud of you. So I was like, oh, keep that cool. in. We'll go in. I, I love Work. this. This week, if you didn't understand Parasite, that's also a comet. Because um, <laughs> why would you? Because <laughs> you probably should. Maybe you're not a real gamer. Maybe you're a loser. I don't know. <laughs> he was um, a game boy. But this week we're talking about Chrono Trigger. Um, Chrono Trigger, famously known from the thing I mentioned last episode that I was going to do this week. Uh, <laughs> famously. Famously. Um, it's a Super Nintendo game. It came out in like 1995. I did oh, research. Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Damn. It's wild. They did a lot on this. Um, but honestly, it's a game that's viewed as like changing games forever. Like... Uh, reinventing, not a reinventing, but reinvigorating the JRPG genre and a game too that people don't think has been surpassed since its inception too. It's great. What are you saying? What are you looking at? Why are you raising your hand? What's the J stand for? Yeah, I was literally thinking oh, the same okay. thing. Oh, okay. I thought I was a dumbass. I was like, <laughs> no, like, I was like, gosh, JRPG. They are like Japanese. I'm- I'm so excited that you asked because I was actually going to say that for like RPGs. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, no, no. It's what segues? Oh my gosh. Organic conversation happening. Talking (laughs) points being hit without me needing to. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) um, No, the J stands for um, Japanese. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) You hyped it up and I was like, I already guessed it. It's fine. Oh, no, it's very simple. It's great. I just. I was just very happy and proud. Uh, yeah, Japanese role-playing game. It doesn't. It doesn't stand for Jumanji role-playing game. No, because that's just Jumanji. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I rewatched Jumanji well, a few days ago. A plus movie. We need to talk about it soon on this podcast. That is a good. Well, one. let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice. I actually play. probably remembered the plot of that better than this, even though I haven't watched it there in like ten surprisingly years. Surprisingly, so. less time travel in Jumanji than there is. <laughs> In Chrono Trigger. Wild. <laughs> um, so I I actually don't remember when I first played this game. Like, it must have been super early on because it came out in like 95. Mm. So I was like six years old when it came out. Um, it's that weird thing. It's like Star Wars for me where it's like, I know at some point I watched this or experienced this the first time. Yeah. I don't know. I've just always known the story. Um, it's been one of my favorite games ever since i've owned it on several different consoles i've i rarely beat a game like play it fully to completion and i've done this like several times with this game because i just love it it's a super fun one 
Also, like Alec mentioned, it's about time travel. And with that, there's a lot of different routes you can do with this game, which is also wild because it's an SNES game that has so many different uh, ways that so you can not, like, play and go about it. There's not like So you don't path. have to do it the way that the story was told that we watched? Uh, um, in some ways, yes. And in some ways, no. It's like linear and then it like has a diverging path at certain points. Okay. Um, you don't have to do everything, uh, which I think is really cool. It's... It's kind of a masterpiece of a game also because it does a time travel storyline so well and it makes sense the whole way through without you being like, that's a paradox. That doesn't make sense. It's like, no, it's all there. It's well done. Uh, And it's just, it's fun. I love the turn-based RPG. I don't think they've made one since this that has beaten it. I think it's like still my favorite turn-based RPG ever. And there's been a lot of others <clears throat> of like copycat games that have come out that have not even touched this. So I'm obviously a huge fan. It's why we're talking about it right now. Obviously. Oh, wild. Obviously. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but have you all had any experience with this game previous to this? I knew about it. <laughs> and we'll it. Uh, I was like, oh, that that redheaded kid. With the, that redhead bitch boy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I feel She's like... About I me. mean, you... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you also drew fan art of this a long time ago, so mm-hmm. I feel like that entered, you know, I knew that. I knew what that looked like. <laughs> um, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't, I don't think I really knew anything about the story. I knew that it was an RPG, and I knew that it existed. And that it looked cool. like Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I do. What about you, Alec? <laughs> um, I've heard of the name before. I think I the title of it makes me believe it's like more futuristic than it is. Like yes, there's time travel, but it makes me believe it's like a futuristic like anime or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I never really got into RPGs much. Uh it just like I don't know, it didn't. I don't know. It just like didn't like click for me. Like I played like some of the OG like Game Boy Pokemon's, but like, and those were like fun. But like when they get really involved, I'm just like, there's too much happening. This isn't how real people would fight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I didn't have any more exposure to it than that. I love it. that. This isn't how real people would fight. There's literally like fucking magic going on. You're like, I just don't believe it. Well, they wouldn't take turns. <laughs> well, yeah, we would be like, okay, now it's your turn. Now what do you got? <laughs> oh, I deflected it. Um, that's how real fights go. Oh, I've never been in a fight before, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, but except like with my expert. brother. Oh, but you want to be an expert? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I do love a turn-based RPG mostly because you can like plan what you're gonna do. Sometimes when everything's happening all at once and you just smash a button, I'm like, no, thank you. But mm. I also know you're more of a life sim girly. I can't I feel be. Like you're not an yeah. You're not really like an actiony girl. I fuck up some Zelda. <laughs> I feel yeah, like it... I mean, who doesn't? Like but that's... Zelda's like Zelda's like getting into it's like sim meets action meets puzzle meets cozy yeah. you can just like run around and do things exactly yeah. it's yeah. like an adventure puzzle game 
Yeah. But you're like, you hit stuff with a sword to do the puzzles. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, although people want to try and say it's an RPG, I don't think it is. Zelda? Yeah, I don't think it is. Mm, I mean, I like every video game you're playing a different character, so you're sort of role-playing in almost every yeah. video game. But but it's like, but you can't use that to define a genre, because then it's just video games, right? Yeah. Like, that doesn't Unless you're, like, playing Wii Sports as, like, the little me you created. Otherwise, <laughs> like... Yeah. But even then, that's not how I look. <laughs> that's my copycat. That's my me copycat. That me wants to be me. Could it be me? Could it be me? I need to redo my me still. Oh, yeah, from yeah. Mario Kart? From Mario Kart. I still haven't fixed it. <laughs> Sorry, Tangent. Me a tangent. Me. Who knew? <sighs> so, this game, uh, another reason why people love it and call it a masterpiece oh. is just the minds behind it were kind of like the top of the gaming industry at the time and still are viewed as like some of the top people. Um, they want to be on top. <laughs> uh, and the fact that they all work together to make this game is also kind of bananas bonkers. It's kind of like disney and square making kingdom hearts together where you're like how come why did this happen um except for these are people you probably haven't heard of so it's less you know bonkers <laughs> so there's akira toriyama um who did the character design for dragon quest and he also created dragon ball and dragon ball z yeah yeah so he if you see dragons. the character for he loves dragons He's so like... horny for dragons <laughs> <laughs> I will say right. there was a character at one point where I was like, that looks like Piccolo. I don't remember what the fuck the character was, but I was uh, like, this kind of reminds me of Dragon Ball Z a little bit. So, Well, and you mentioned Frog. That was probably cut yeah. out of this person, but there's a character named Frog. Um, his human form looks just like the character Vegeta, except for he has green hair instead of black hair. Mm-hmm. And that's I like the only I realized difference. he had a human form, but go on. <laughs> Go off, sis. Well, you. It was I do remember that. You checked out. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> I do remember that. Someone's a real friend. <laughs> I remember the parasite comment. Okay. Parasite comment actually sounds like a great movie. It's uh, my new grunge band. It's Ooh. the sequel to Parasite. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna mispronounce this name horribly, but Yuji Hori uh, was the writer and game designer for Dragon Quest, which is. <laughs> Is great. If you look at it, Dragon That's Quest great. is also like a turn-based RPG. I was going to say something else, and then I decided to wait a moment. Um, but the characters also just look like Dragon Ball characters. It's fun. If you like a turn-based RPG and you want to look at like a modern like version of it, Dragon Quest is the way to go. Dragon Quest XI is real good. There's a super gay character named Silvando in it. We love him. He's great. That's uh, the one with the little blue slimes, right? Yeah. They slime in everywhere. Mm-hmm. Little slimes. Oh. Unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the third person to create like this amazing trifecta. There's actually more people they like to credit to, but these three seem notable that you can actually be like, oh, I get why they're cool. Um, but in this one, I'm definitely going to mess up. Uh, Harambu Sakaguchi. I know Sakaguchi. Gucci. I just horrible at pronouncing the first name. Um, he's the creator of the Final Fantasy series and also mm. conceived Chrono Trigger. Um, what's wild about that? is that Final Fantasy was created specifically as a contender against Dragon Quest. 
so the fact that these people like worked together they to were create together a yeah they the were enemies come, and the call then... is coming from inside the house um it's great <laughs> uh because their Final... powers combined they did they made it. the perfect game yeah because uh, according to some people according to the right people. <laughs> uh, so the game was created by Squaresoft, um, and this is the company before Square Enix uh, became Square Enix. They merged with Enix. Um, and Dragon Quest was an Enix game. So, if I'm remembering correctly. So it's also, like, before the merger. So maybe this is, like, a moment. It's a moment in time. Little Casey's. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they workshopped this game for, like, quite some time and worked on it. And originally it was going to come on a new system that was like a super nintendo which is called the famicon um but it was gonna have like a disc form it's gonna have a disc drive for it and so they're like cool this is gonna be like the new way to play games that's on this disc and then right before like they released it cd disc or like floppy disc like a cd disc oh, okay. um and right before it came out um <laughs> nintendo was like actually we're scrapping that whole idea so then they still had to release it on the cartridge but I think the cartridges before were like 24 gigabytes, but they released this on a special like 32 gig um, cartridge just because for all of the content that was in it and they didn't want to cut any of the music because the music's pretty lit. I, I, I just remembering I saw this video about like people like opening up the cartridges from SNES's and like the actual chip that has the game on it is like this it's tiny compared yeah. to like the cartridge itself, which is like why the games could get like a lot more complex over the years that they were still developing games for the Super Nintendo, which I was like, that's cool. But also like very silly that the plastic thing was massive compared to what the actual technology was for the game. Yeah. All it makes me think of is the people that open like makeup by the company Elf. <laughs> they do it it's like these big bottles and they show like take oh. it off and it's like a small little section actually has the product in it that's it makes me laugh every time well do we want to jump into the story because that's kind of where it's next i could do the story or i could do like different stuff about the gameplay which you all don't know unlike uh, the story which you start... do know well okay like how concise can you make the story can i make the story yeah I only have about 40 bullet points. I'm just kidding. It's like, that was the length I'm of the whole kidding. video we watched. <laughs> no, I mean, I can cut down a lot because it's pretty simple. It's pretty I, simple. Here, okay, here's, I don't here's, know about that. <laughs> here, here's Alex, here's Alex interpretation. We'll do, we'll do Chrono Trigger parentheses Alex version. Then we'll do Chrono Trigger parentheses Liz's version. And then we'll do the OG master, which is Casey's version. Thank you. I'll um, come in and I'll try and fix everything. But I don't want to say, I'm not going to say anything until you both go. I, I mean, should we just, should we help each other? Or yeah, do you want to just go? It would be a oh nice gosh, little duet. So for the listeners that don't know, I made them listen to this NPR style video kind of thing that just goes through the entire story. Um, but it's very fast paced because it condenses this like 15 hour game into like an hour and a half of content. Yeah, And it doesn't really crazy. skip any of the things that happens in it. It's kind of wild. <laughs> so go off, sis. I mean, well, first, first of all, did you follow the like opening at all because it like uh, before the actual like game started 
there yeah. was like all this lore of like this was the, the, the and I did not that was the, totally gone I was out of my fucking brain. gagged because the woman talked for about nine minutes and then she was like now this is where our story starts and I was like excuse me like <laughs> what the actual fuck so none of this like really mattered like what is going on it's amazing I would love for y'all to watch the Horizon Zero Dawn video she did oh, because God. think of that energy but an entire hour-long video of lore. No, I can't. I would kill myself. <laughs> like, well, I'm no. sorry. When you piss me off, I know what to do. <laughs> no, here's the deal. Like, I don't even really know a lot of, like, the plot points within it. I know, like, at the beginning, there was this, like, gang of peeps, and they were in this kingdom, and it was a long time ago, and they were also dinosaurs, I think. But no, it's not <laughs> the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie. And then... There was like a parasite comet thing flying toward the earth and she explained mm-hmm. about it, but then she's like, But this doesn't matter yet. And I'm like, then why did you spend five minutes explaining it? <laughs> but then she keeps like weaving it in. I'm like, then she keeps be like, but it's not important yet. I'm like, either it either is it important or it's not important yet. Like, pick pick a lane. Mm-hmm. Um and then they uh the 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 queen queen princess disappears, yes. Liz, is that a thing that happens at the well, beginning? Well, okay. At the part that I start remembering is like Chrono. Chrono <laughs> wakes up for the first half. Like Chrono wakes up in his bedroom. Okay, that's where I'm like thinking of starting. So, do you think this is before that? I mean, I I think I get confused between the pre-game lore and then when she was like, and now the story starts with Chrono waking to up me, in his bed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like we should just start there because to me, the rest of the stuff is like whatever. Because the main game plot is like Chrono wakes up, Chrono's mom is there, and then they she mentioned she's like, but Chrono's actually not a kid; it's an adult, and the mom is basically like, "Go get a fucking job." And <laughs> we've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> and so then Chrono's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go to the fair," and it goes to like <laughs> we've the all been fair there, haven't we? <laughs> to hang out with their friend Luca, and so then Luca has like made a portal machine and is like hey guys this is a pretty cool portal <laughs> hey machine guys. i made and there's this girl there that's like yeah i'm just a regular girl i'm not like <laughs> i'm not secretly not a regular girl and they're like that's cool and so then like chrono is practices the teleporter right and it works fine on Chrono. It doesn't do anything like the movie The Fly. Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, The Fly. Mm-hmm. But Jeff they were Gold like... Bloom when you need him? I know. So they transport Chrono. It works out fine. But then the regular girl that's actually... Spoiler alert. It's not a regular girl. The regular girl gets on it. And it doesn't work out fine for her. She actually goes into a portal. Another separate other portal. That opens, Right? I mean, this is so much more detailed than I even imagined. Like, the thing, I I just was like, there's this gang of people, and they all go through this portal, but they all get separated, and they're in different timelines. And then, like, it's all kind of gray until the end for me. Well, so, okay. There's a frog at some point, um, and then at some point, they're on the Parasite Comet thing. Well, yeah, so, like, basically, the girl, (laughs) she goes back in time. And they're like, oh shit, we need to go join her. So they get in the portal too. And then they go back in time. But when they go back in time to that portal, she 
they are like, oh, she's the queen. And they were like, just from going into the portal. Well, no, the people, when they get there, the people of that uh time uh uh are like, uh yeah, this girl that came through, she's actually the queen now. Yeah. And they, and like, this is all really right, but you also sound like the most crazy, crazy person ever. (laughs) Well, how do you think we felt watching this fucking video? (laughs) Like, I need yard behind you and just like point to me, like, and she's the queen. Okay, for the listeners, I just, Casey mentioned it was like an NPR style video, but like, imagine how crazy the story sounds, but with this woman. Like, giving this monotonous, like, hour and a half long, like, diatribe about this game. But it's all just, like, the same, like, pitch the whole time. It, yeah. it, it's, like, like I said, I would go to sleep very easily to this, like, if I wanted to. Like, you know those TikToks where it's, like, do you mind if I play some white noise? Like, this would be perfect <laughs> for that. This is some very white noise. <laughs> yeah. In all senses of well, the Well, yeah, so then, like... Chrono shows up and they think Chrono is also a person that exists in their timeline. Some other like special boy or something. I don't know. Special boy. And, and so then, but then Chrono's like, oh, we need to get this girl out of this timeline. She's actually not the queen. But then they realize, well, but if we don't help them find the real queen, that's going to be a problem because this is the past. And they stopped looking for the real queen because they thought they found the queen. But they actually mm-hmm. didn't. They found like her ancestor. And they were like, if we don't go find the real queen, then our friend in the real world, in our timeline, is going to not exist because she's not going to be able to have like babies and like make another person. Mm-hmm. It's back so, to the future, essentially. Yeah. That's the little moment where they show all the blonde girls lined up and then yeah. like, the little like goblin guy comes down and like takes one and then they all disappear. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so then. Sure. <laughs> Is this fun? Is this fun or is this stupid? I, <laughs> no, I, no, I just don't blast. remember that specific point. Like, okay. so much of this video, I, I was just like, there's a frog at some point. There's scary nuns. Like, Which, awesome. just for our listeners, because I actually don't know how many bullet points I have. Um, I was just like, these are all the main moments that happen. Liz is on point three right now. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways. <laughs> then, so much more of the game. I'm so happy I'm not well, editing this, this so episode. Funny. Then they go back to their time period after they, like, help save the queen or whatever. They get the actual queen back, whatever. Then they go back to their time period and, like, they find out, oh, this regular girl that was at the fair, she's not a regular girl. She's a princess. And she was lying to them. I'm not like other girls. Girls. Yeah. I'm I'm rich. (laughs) And, yeah, pretty much. And so then they, like, go to the castle and the king is like, I actually am mad at you because you kidnapped my daughter. Yes. And she's oh, like, no, dad. I didn't realize dad. that was in, like, the OG timeline. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was in a different... Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> yeah, because then they come back to it at the end, because, like, the dad is like, I'm mad, and now I'm going to kill you, Chrono, because you stole my daughter. And there. the daughter's like, no, dad, that's not how it went down. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. We're going to have this fake trial and pretend like you're going to get a fair trial, but it's not fair. Which... I'll talk it's about called this. the U.S. court system. Thank you very much. <laughs> Inter- just like, Casey, if you want to just interrupt with real stuff in between me <laughs> telling the, this. You're doing right. I so think that's good. Just to help out. So the main character is Chrono. He goes to the past to try and find Marl, who actually Marl. you find out is Princess Nadia. Um, Already yeah. too many names for me to remember. It's fantastic. <laughs> but what I will say, what's fun about this. So they go back to the present and then Chrono's put on trial. Because they're like, you kidnapped the princess. And he's like, she got lost in time and I tried to help her. Um, yeah. But cool, I'll go on trial. 
The stuff you do in the game at the fair dictates whether you win or lose the trial. The outcome ends up not actually mattering because they always try to put you to death. But like you can help a little girl find her cat. You can take this food that heals you, which is like a count against you. You can like play these games that does different stuff um, where it's just like they talk about your character, essentially what you did for fun for the first like 10, 15 minutes of the game dictate whether you win or lose this trial. And you actually have these old men that judge you, and it's very uncomfortable. Because <laughs> it's so stressful. Every time I do it, I always want to get him to be not guilty. And then I'm always like, wait, did I mess, did I mess up? Um, but yeah, then he's found guilty. You can take it away. Well, yeah, so then like, and then they're like, oh, you're guilty, and also we're going to kill you. And he's like, yes. well, that sucks. So I'm going to try to leave this jail. So he gets out of prison. And... This is where it starts. I start to lose some some remembering. So he gets with, out like, of the weird jail. thing on the bridge. Yeah, they fight the dragon machine on the bridge. Yeah. Oh, was, while like, he's trippy. escaping prison. Yeah, he runs into Luca, and she's like, "I'm going to help you." And yeah. then they defeat the dragon thing, and then they run into Marl, and she's like, "We got to get the fuck out of here." Yes. Uh, and then they run into a time gate that they conveniently find in like the woods, and it takes them to the far future. Did okay, we already do and the that's... creepy nuns? Um, no. You skipped past the... that. Mm, those oh, creepy okay. nuns. Uh, that turn into lizard people. Yeah. Yeah, so they go to the future and they're like, whoa, the future sucks. And <laughs> it's, it's shitty. And there's real. like all these people and they're like, we're starving, but we can't mm-hmm. make it into the food cellar place where there's food in the wherever. And they're like, every time we send people down there, they disappear. And so then Chrono's like, we'll go down because we're actually cool. And then they go down there and there's actually really nothing down there. Like, they don't really help the people, I feel yeah. like. They destroy a big robot that was there that was supposed to protect it. But they find out that yeah. all the food has actually rotted away because it's been there so long. Except for one yeah. tiny seed. Oh, yeah. They bring the seed back. Also, they get a new friend. They get a robo friend mm-hmm. in the future. But Luca has to put the robot together. His name is Robo. This is the part where I was like, is this just um, Return to Oz? Is this like (laughs) TikTok? Doesn't he look like TikTok? That's what I thought. I was like, there's a group of friends. They find him. They bring him back to life. Cute. I was like, they're amazing. This is parallels for my my childhood. Where do they go next after this? Well, the one thing that happens is while they're in the future before they meet Robo, that this is when they find out like, where the whole pre-story that stuff the parasite yes, yes the parasite is what destroyed the world yes the parasite and, comet yeah 1999 he breaks out and um so the listeners know too the parasite called lavos which is from space he's he's giant mm-hmm. like ginormous like a continent um he also looks like a giant porcupine but with like a mouth for a face and like um, lava same honestly yeah um, which I like when he destroys the world is like his little quills just kind of sh- like shoot out and <laughs> and blow everything up. I don't know. I wasn't like, that's fun. Um, <clears throat> so I guess this is where I slightly interject. So yeah, the parasite alien, his name is Lavos. It impacts um, in like prehistory. And then there is like dinosaurs die. Ice Age happens during the Ice Age. Humans find out that some of them have magic, some of them don't. 
So yeah, but we haven't got, gotten to that yet. No, but the only reason why it, it comes into play is like knowing that the world ends from lavas. <laughs> like, yeah. Please. Um, he's like underneath there getting energy. So 1999 yeah, is when he's like, I'm super powerful and I'm super good. Um, okay. I'm ready to I too was everything. super powerful and super good in 1999. I cannot say the same for myself. I was like, <laughs> what, 10 years old? We were not living life to the I fullest. I was thriving in 1999. Are you kidding? I had like no cares in the world. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay. You can go back. Well, but okay. So is this where they go after they find that out? They're like, well, we need to do something about it, right? They're like, yeah. we need to try to save the future. Uh-huh. So... Do, how far back do they go? They don't go back yet. <laughs> so the four of them enter the time gate, and this is more of a game mechanic thing than like whatever. Yeah. But if more than three people travel in a time gate, they go to the end of time. And that's where they meet the frog? Or no? That's, where, that's, that's where the they old meet man. It. Yeah, the old man who's like, yeah. you can use this place to travel if you want, but only three can go at a time. And they're like, okay, old man. Um... <laughs> And, and then so they, they go, essentially, to the frog. Which is what time period? Uh, 680. Okay, you're going to have to remind me, like, what's going on. Because it's like okay. the frog. I know the frog. This, I feel like we meet the frog at first. And uh-huh. it's like, you just meet the frog and it's like, he's a warrior and he helps you fight stuff. But yes. then you meet the frog again later and the frog is all sad and hiding in a hideout because he's like, I suck. Yeah, but the first he's, time you meet the frog, it's not saying I suck. It's not like all sad uh, and depressed. At the very end of the encounter, when the queen is saved, he's like, "I yes. suck because I should have stopped that, this from ever yes, happening." Happening in the um, first place. Yeah, so you go back in time, um, and you find out that like, essentially, there was this like sword, and there's this evil fiend lord called Magus. That yes. is tied to Lavos, and you want to stop him. And you mm-hmm. find that there's this great sword that's supposed to stop him called the Mazamune. And through legend, Frog is supposed to be the one to wield that. So you go on a search to find the sword, but when you finally get it, it's broken. Yeah, and womp, you womp. have to go get a certain type of rock to fix mm-hmm. it. Which is at 65 million BC. You go way back, baby. And that's when dinosaurs. you meet the cave lady. Like I thought they all get like separated. No, not really. I just like swore there was a part where she's like, and then so and so gets like flopped out in this timeline, and is like surrounded by dinosaurs, and then someone comes yeah. to save them. You're you're talking about is the prequel thing that did happen, oh just not of our main cast. <laughs> why did it? Why did? Why did I? Okay, because we run into the characters whale before we see whale before. <laughs> Well, before okay. we see any of that, yeah. So now we we get we get some dinosaurs, baby. Yeah, and so they go back a long time to like yeah dinosaur times. Cave lady is there, and she's like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna help you. I see that you're also warriors, but I'm like the strongest warrior here, so I'm gonna help guide you." Uh-huh. And so she helps them, and she's like, "Okay, come back to my house. We're having a party." <laughs> yes. And and they're like heck yeah let's have a party like we're here (laughs) and so then she's like okay cool let's do a drinking contest Mm -hmm. and so they do a drinking contest chrono and her are like chugging and 
Chrono ends up winning and she's like, congratulations, you won. I'm going to give you this special rock. What's the rock called? Um, oh my gosh, I should have known. This is bad. It's like a red. It's like a mineral. It's I don't like know. A... Whatever. Dreamstone. Dreamstone. So she's like, I'm going to give you a dreamstone. And Chrono's like, how convenient. This is exactly why I came back in time. I need a dreamstone to fix the sword. Which, but then a fun thing the game does too. So the drinking mechanic is a yeah. mini game you can play at the start of the game to like oh, practice fun. too. Yeah. Huh. At, at the, the fair. fair. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then uh, Chrono's like, cool, we got what we needed, but we're having such a good time that let's just fucking hang out here for a while, which yeah. bad choice, <laughs> bad choice. Okay. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Cave lady has a boyfriend. And that boyfriend's name is like Kino or something, I think, yeah. right? I think her name's like Alar. A- what is her name? Ayla. Okay. Yeah. Liz, you're crushing it. Oh my god. Honestly, <laughs> I. Yeah. I'm every time you guys, I every time you say something, I'm like, but wait, didn't this happen? You're like, oh, that wasn't the lore that didn't matter whatsoever. <laughs> and then I'm like, but what about the parasite common? You're like, but that's not the thing that happens later. And I'm like, I apparently missed. The whole one hour and 15 minutes in the middle of this whole explanation. You watched the first 10 minutes and then zoned out for a complete hour because you're like, my brain can't take any more information and then came back for the end. I was, yeah, I was overwhelmed. (laughs) Overstimulated. Well, so Ayla, they're hanging out and Ayla's like having so much fun and Kino's off to the side like, oh, I'm jealous because they're having fun and I'm not. And I'm mm-hmm. Then have a little... fun, baby. Like, live your life. Yeah, he's being so Jesus. stupid. Oh, he's a jealous worst. little bitch. Yeah. He's like... yeah. It's annoying. And so then they get so fucked up that they all pass out in the field. Mm-hmm. Been there. And when they wake up, Luke, Luca is like, fuck, the key that gets us through time is missing. And they're like, oh, well, that sucks because we can't go. We're going to be stuck here. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, we, but the only thing that we see is there's tracks on the ground mm-hmm. that are like suspicious. So we're going to follow them. So they follow them and they find little baby Kino. And he's like, I'm sorry. I was jealous of you because you Wait, were having whoa, whoa, fun. Whoa, whoa. Little baby as in like an actual young version or he's just like, no. It was no, just he's a little bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, there's being... so much time travel in this game. You could be <laughs> like, it was an infant version of this man child. No. Okay. No, mm-hmm. just the regular version of the man child. But Great. Kino was like, I'm sorry. I stole the key because I was jealous. And they were like, okay, well, that's fine. Just give it back. And he was like, well, so funny story is that these dinosaurs came and they took it from me. Yeah. And there, they were right? like, well, shit. So then they have to go <laughs> and fight the dinosaur things. But there's also like a weird lady lady dinosaur thing that's like kind of smart. And they were yeah. like, whoa, what is this thing? Because tell us about this thing. Because I don't remember it. <laughs> so um, Azela, I believe is their name. But they're like the queen yeah. of the reptites, which is like a reptile humanoid type creature. That lived with the dinosaurs, and they were like, humanity sucks, we're better than y'all, um, but then they die out. So, that's about it. Does the lady uh, dinosaur have boobs? I would assume so. Oh, okay. Because she's not a mammal, so she doesn't need them, but just because it's like, you know, 
yeah it's that character a, design and like yeah 1993 exactly. yeah <laughs> we need boobs how else no girl yeah. how else will you know he's not a woman <laughs> it's lady have um these boobs please <laughs> please <laughs> um yeah i will speed up just a little bit for you and then drop yeah, it off yeah. to see uh if it's fine so that they fight the dinosaurs they get the dreamstone they mm-hmm go and they find this cool blacksmith guy who's able to restore the maz immune with the dreamstone to its order they take it to frog and frog's like i need to have a little flashback moment to remember like my sadness and you find out that the fiend lord magus is like um i'm gonna kill your best friend cyrus and even as a little kid i was like i think they're in love i think like frog and cyrus were like dating um because they were Uh well and this is when frog was a person a human person He's a he's a man. He's like fighting. He's like Cyrus. I'm your best friend. I'll fight with you. Um, and then uh, Magus is like, "Oh, you're stupid." And Ozzy's like, "Yeah, he's like a stupid little frog." And Magus is like, "That's a funny joke. I'm gonna turn him into a frog." So he does. Um, so he's like, "My best friend died, and I'm a frog." And then he comes back from his like little thing. He's like, "Let's go fucking kill Magus." So they grab the yeah. sword, and he's like, "You know what this does besides just like kill people? It can cut a mountain in half, I guess." And it yeah. does. And it's a funny part in the game because the mountain splits to show a little cave that you walk through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, kook, cave. Um, and then you go and you fight Magus and you find out that you think Magus is trying to resurrect Lavos. He's not, baby. He's like, I hate Lavos too. Um, Lavos is like the worst thing ever and I'm trying to kill it right now. But what actually he did is he broke the timeline when this happened. Because he woke Lavos up before he was supposed to. And then they get teleported away. um, And then the team is sent back to prehistoric times again. Um, Do you know where we're at now, Liz? Kind of. Um, Yeah, because they go back. Mm -hmm. Shit. Because Kino... Yeah, because they go back and then they go and they're like, we have to go fight something what do they have to go fight because then i remember there's a part where like ayla's like kino you have to go back home and like take yeah. care of the people in case i die but don't worry i won't die because i'm a badass mm-hmm. but like just in case yeah ayla's like these reptiles attacked our village again we're taking the fight to them and i'm taking okay. my friends from the future with me we're gonna ride pterodactyls we go at dawn we're gonna fuck them yeah. up and they do and they fight them but twist ending they beat azela and she's like, oh, no, I've been defeated. Bam, Lavos hits. Right in that okay. moment. So you find out what killed the dinosaurs was Lavos. Was Lavos, the yeah. meteor. The parasite mm-hmm. comet. The parasite yeah. comet. Great. He's meatier than other comets. So meaty. <laughs> um, okay, so then do they, is this when they take Ayla with them to the future? Yeah, because they're all, like, kind of pushed to the future. Because Lavos opens up another little portal. Okay. And now they go to... I have it written down here. Is this uh, when they go to the flying village in the sky? Yeah, this is 12,000 BC. So they jump way forward ahead. And they're like, hey, these are people. And this is a really cool, beautiful village. And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, but they're actually racist. Because yes. <laughs> they hate people that aren't magical. Uh-huh. And they make the non-magical people live on Earth. That's why they're called Earthbound people or whatever. Mm-hmm. They And they're like, we're sad because there's like no resources for us down here. And it's terrible. 
And also, like, you find out that even to build stuff, they use the Earthbound people as, like, slaves. So they're yeah. low-key really shitty. Yeah. Actually, high-key, they're really shitty. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the, and so they're like, we're magical, and we don't like anyone that's not magic. And then, what the fuck do they do? They... Yeah. Is this when you meet the douchebag guy? Dalton, yeah. Yes, Which is also okay. just, like, a great name for a douchebag, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and Dalton is the one that's trying to get the parasite comet to come up. No, that's the queen. The queen's doing that. Oh, Dalton okay. is just like, I'm a power hungry like d bag. But so they they try and like fight the queen and stuff, and they try and fight Dalton, and they're like, um, we're just gonna kick you out of our kingdom, and they like lock the little time portal. So then the team's like, well, we can't get here. So then they go to the far future to try and find a way for them to like time travel. And they find a, a time machine called the Epoch. And this is when they go back to Zeal. Um, and they find out the queen is in a place called the Ocean Palace. And she's trying to resurrect Lavos. Which, previously in the timeline, never worked for her. But the problem is, is that Magus is there. And he gave them, and trying to like, this, he's so stupid. And trying to stop Lavos, he was like, here's all this information I know about this. Because he's like, I want to fight this bitch. I want to fight Lavos right now. And he just makes them, like, more powerful. So then they're, like, and in the Ocean Palace, and they're, like, bam, 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 and then Lavos awakens. And is this, is, isn't the old man also a diff another person? Like, it's, like, the old man is actually so-and-so that's, like, a secretly powerful man or something. Yeah. Um, so is that not important? No, we find out at this part that the reason why Magus is also, like, I hate everyone, is that in Zeal, there's the queen who has two children, Shayla yeah. and Janus. Janus was actually Magus as a young little boy. And when Queen Zeal was trying to awaken Lavos, um, she, like, fucked things up and it opened up some time portals. And her three, like, smartest people, like these sage guys, these wise men, were sent through three different times. One of them is the blacksmith that fixed the Mausimune. One of them's the guy at the end of time. And another one um, is, I oh, he's in the far future who gave them the Epoch, the time machine. Okay. And mm -hmm. then Janus was also sent through time too. Um, that was all and part because, of the purple stuff. And like also because at the end, at some point, they're like, I'm going to go find my sister. And it's yeah. like that person. That's Megus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then just for time, we'll just wrap it up. We're so close. We're so close to. So they wake <laughs> Lavos and the kids are like, we're going to fight him. We're going to kill him. And then Lavos is like, JK, no, we're not. And then Lavos kills Chrono, the main character. Which yeah. was like wild. Because it's not just like, oh, he dies for a second. Like he dies. Well, and that's because a little boy came up to them and was like, someone's going to die. That's Janus. He's like, one of you's going to die today. And yeah. he's like, that's that creepy. Boy instead. They try to, but they failed. Mm -hmm. That's why they're there. <laughs> um, well, so, yeah. So then yeah. that's when they hear from some wise man. And he's like, hey, the only way that I know that you can get your friend back is if you go and you have to get a doll that looks like him. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> and 
You have to do this magical. I don't remember what else that you have to do, but you have to do something else. He gives else. him a thing called a chrono trigger, hence the name. Yes. Of the game. Um, the and then you have the game, and then you have to go to the top of Death Mountain to do this. I thing. Yes, Death which Mountain. is scary. Which is yeah. scary. It is scary. What if you went up on something called Death Mountain and it was just like chill and like had a beautiful scenic yeah. overlook? Like it'd be great. <laughs> I'd love it. Well, but they but they're yeah. like okay, and you know what? There's a guy that makes these weird dolls, but he hangs out at fairs, and they're like. <laughs> convenient we know exactly where there's a fair because it's at the beginning of the game where we were hanging out (laughs) so they're like let's go back to our fair that is at the in the beginning of the game they go and there's a spooky house and there's like this weird i like that guy he was like a floating head man and he was like and he was like you have to play my little matching game and then i'll make you a doll and then like the frog is like okay i'll play the game and then they get this part yeah um which you can also play the game right away yeah. Like, I always do it, but it's really creepy because the doll just, like, sits in your bedroom. So when you go there, there's just, like, a doll of you standing around. Yeah. Like, the whole game until it happens. Wait, I will does, say, too... Does it change the game if you get the doll at the beginning of the game? No. Oh. Um, because, so honestly... You just have to go back and pick it up. Yeah, after Chrono dies, you can do multiple different things. You don't have to save Chrono. Oh. You don't have to bring it back. You can beat That's the game bad. without Chrono there. Um... Because you actually, you have a couple different ways to go fight Lavos. Because there's a big ship called the Black Omen that pops up in all of the time places. That, uh, like, Queen of Zeal is, like, inside of it. You can go fight her, which is, the video you watched, that's what she did. There's also this bucket at the end of time that you can just, like, travel through. And you can fight Lavos there. Or you can use the time machine. Yeah, it's a bucket. Or you can use the time machine and just go to 1999 and just fight him if you want. Actually, ever since you get the Epoch, you can just go to 1999 and be like, I guess we can fight him now. So you can end the game there. Um, oh, so could you do the game without Chrono ever dying? Uh, technically, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you could also, um, I think the bucket, I don't know if it's in the original version, but I know other releases of it. The bucket's there. So as soon as you get to the end of time the first time, you can just beat the game. Oh. Yeah. There's also all these little side quests that everyone gets, like, a little story. You can do them. You can not do them. It doesn't matter. Like, there's a lot of little things that pop up and I think are fun. My favorite is that there's um, <laughs> there's this town where everyone's really mean and angry in your time. And you can go back to 600 AD and you give them, like, a piece of jerky. And then in the future, everyone's nice now. Because they're like, we had one person who gave us jerky when we were hungry yeah. centuries ago. And now we love strangers. And you're like, I love it. It's great. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, in the version we watched, they go back and they save Chrono. And yeah. they're like, hey, he's alive again. And they're like, yay, our friend is alive. And then they go. And then it's pretty much like wrapped up from there. It's like they yeah. go and they they fight Lavo. Um, and they're like, wow, that was actually surprisingly easy. And they're like, oh, but that's because this is actually the shell of the bad guy. Yeah, that yeah. part. And this is what you were talking about, Alec. Yeah, that's what I've been talking about since five minutes into the book. Because <laughs> I just remember the, the poor narrators like, yeah, and then you fight this room of people. And then there's this room of bad guys. And then there's this room of enemies. And I'm just like, damn, I would have given up like so easily in this game. First of all, it's confusing as fuck. Second of all, like, there's just too many like 
rooms of enemies after rooms of enemies and i just <laughs> it seems yeah. pointless you know i do like that his final form always looks like a little duck to me and like a cute little <laughs> spacesuit that has like two flying nipples around him and i was like this is this is it babes this is the destroyed world <laughs> well and then they are like okay we did it and so then they go back to their time and or they already were in their time whatever but they like go to the <laughs> fair again and they're like hey we gotta send people back isla bye have a good life it was cool to know you she was like thanks it was cool being here <laughs> then <laughs> then the frog <laughs> frog was like Hey guys, thanks for making me feel better. And also, I'm probably going to turn into not a frog soon because I'm fancy now. And, yeah, but fancy. he doesn't do it there for some reason. They just tell you it's going to happen. So then he's like, bye, I'm leaving. And then they're like, Robo, you're the last one. We're sad that you're going. And he's like, wait a minute. Will I even exist in this future? Because we change so much. And then he's like, even if I don't, I'm going anyways. Bye. And they're like, <laughs> okay. Um. And so then he leaves, and then they're like, oh, the king's here. Chrono, you're fucked because you escaped jail, and the king is still mad at you. And so then they take Chrono back, and they're like, oh, Chrono's like, oh, fuck, I just did all this shit for nothing because they're about to kill me. And Merle, or whatever her name is, is like, Dad, I told you already. What's her name? Marla? Merle, but it just Merle Ginsburg walks out. Dad. <laughs> uh, she's like, this is not happening. It's stupid. He saved me and he's wonderful. And we just like traveled all through time. And we did all this shit and we saved the whole planet. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I don't fucking know what you're talking about. And then, um, so then Chrono is in trouble, but then Luca, all of a sudden, all these people start showing up and it's like, wait a second. That's like the queen from like a long time ago. Wait a second. That's the king from this many years ago. Wait a second, Kino, why you you were jealous, but now you're nice. And all these people from all different timelines show up and they're like, hey, King, we are from other times. And we got to tell you, this Chrono guy, two thumbs up, two thumbs up. He's cool. We like him. And the King is like, you know what? That's pretty cool. And now I'm not going to kill Chrono. And then it's the end. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I... Liz, that was really impressive. And Liz, <laughs> I, I want everyone to know, Liz texted earlier today and was like, "I only understood like ten percent of this video." Yeah. And I thought I was on par with Liz, but Liz just said, "Alex, <laughs> fuck you." I know the entire game. I I truly am stunned. That's what's like. I was expecting y'all to say like two sentences and me be like, "I guess I'm talking the rest of the time." And Liz was like hold my beer i got this bitch my takeaways were parasite comet dinosaurs creepy nuns yeah. uh a frog yeah. that literally uh -huh. like th i will say it. i love how the frog jumps around like yes. the way that that character's movement is so cute mm -hmm. he doesn't walk he hops okay um, also are the inner like cut scenes were they in the game like did you watch those cut scenes in the game like the anime looking shit they were not in the original release of the game so um, the guy who did Dragon Ball Z, uh, they're very Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Toriyama, yeah. him and Toei Studios did animated cutscenes for the PlayStation release that came out mm. for it. Um, they also added, um, like an extra ending and fleshed it out a little bit more 
for some other yeah because that's one thing this game needs is more storylines jesus fucking christ well funny you say it because you all watched one ending there's actually 12 alternate endings for this game so is there a version where chrono gets killed by the king after he Uh, gets resurrected no there (laughs) would be really (laughs) nothing i'd love it if it was like he's dead oh we brought him back to life king's like fuck you i'm killing you again (laughs) um my favorite ending is that luca and marl come out and they're like like the end just pops up on the game and they're like oh it's the ending credits they're like well let's let's talk about what happened to everyone and then people start coming out and then as characters they're like actually we're kind of bored and they just are like that guy's hot that one's not hot that guy's hot <laughs> are you like serious guys and they think, yeah they're just like smash fast smash um, okay i'd love for that that's great yeah. <laughs> i i don't think i ever got that ending i got one that literally shows like magus like standing on top of a castle and then it's like the end and i was like well that tells me nothing i know nothing happened um some of them is just like chrono and marl get married i think one of the endings just shows i did see that, that they showed that they mm-hmm. showed that the the them getting married in the little anime. Yeah, so that was nice. I like that. Um, and there's also another release for the Nintendo DS, which they added more stuff to the gameplay, including an extra super boss battle. Because as Liz mentioned before, Shayla, um, Magus is just like, I'm gonna go find my sister, and just like leaves at the end. Uh, yeah, the, that's never wrapped up. So. In that one, I believe there's a secret boss you can fight called the Dream Devourer, which just looks like Lavos, except for it has, like, Shayla, like, in a little egg above it. Um, that's the only, like, Chrono Trigger tie into that thing. But the mystery of what happened to Shayla sparked two-ish sequels to the game. Um, and I say ish because one was made not canonical. <laughs> so the first one that came out was called Radical Dreamers, which was just, like, a text-based game. Like, you just, like, type in what you're going to do and whatnot and just Mm -hmm. go through the story. Uh, And then the creator for it was just like, "Uh, it's not exactly what I wanted to do with this. And so then took the ideas of Radical Dreamer, which was, like, they came out. Like, Nintendo made it or whatnot. Um, And then they created Chrono Cross, which came out for the PlayStation uh, in 1999. Which, yeah. 1999? That's the year that's in the game. Exactly. It's the end of the world um and yeah it just ties up it if alec i will say if you thought this was convoluted and a lot don't you don't even want to touch that game because i'm confused girl i fucking think mario's convoluted like i mario is convoluted (laughs) (laughs) um i will say when you play the game it's very straightforward like it actually is so awkward yeah. yeah um but I do, I like the mechanics of this game because there is obviously so much time travel. So you go 65 million BC for the age of like Reptites. 2000 BC is when you have Zeal, but it's also an Ice Age. 600 AD is the Middle Ages where Frog is. 1000 AD is present. That's Chrono, Marl, and Luca's time. Then there's 1999 AD, which is the Apocalypse. And then 2300 AD, which is Robo and like famine, horrible stuff. And then the end of time. And it, it is fun, like I said, like you, if you do stuff in the past specifically, it changes things that happen in those times in the future too. So one of the, one of the fun little side plots you can do at the end is that there's this big desert area that this woman owns in 600 AD. And then like you get rid of all these monsters in it. And she's like, I just want to make a big forest. I want to have a big farmland and whatnot. So then Robo's like, 
I can help you till the soil. So then he turns into like a tractor looking thing on the big map. And he's just like going around like fixing the land. And so for the rest of the game in 600 AD, you just see like Robo going around that little farmland and like fixing it. But when you go to 1000 AD, you're like present day. It is like a lush forest. Mm. And they made like a little shrine to Robo because he like broke down and stopped working. That's cute. And so then you fix them and then you have them back in your party. But then you have like this force that wasn't there at the start of the game. So it's it's got a fun, a lot of fun little things like that in it that makes me very happy. Um, the last little thing I'll talk about, which I think also makes this game very fun and makes the playthroughs like you can do so much with them, is that every character has a different element kind of thing that they um, have power over. So... Um, you have Chrono, who does, like, lightning-based magic. Marl does ice. Luca does fire. Frog does water. Robo has, like, lasers and technology stuff, which isn't a thing, but it makes sense. Ayla is just strong, and she, like, throws rocks and monsters <laughs> and stuff, which is great. She's just and been then, to the gym a few times. Pretty much. And then Magus has um, shadow magic. But what makes this interesting is that how magic is done is you. it's called a tech, which is, like, a single tech is just you do one spell, like, oh, I cast water on someone. But a dual tech is when you take two of those special skills and they merge them together. So it'll be like a sword slash with like a bubble makes this like water slash thing, um, which is cool. And then you also have triple techs, which is three of people working together to do an attack. So depending on the combination of people you have in your party changes the skills that you can do as well. Um, so at the end, whenever Chrono dies, the cool thing that happens is you can replace him in your party even after he joins again. Because before that, like, he had to be in your party plus two other people. But after he dies, yeah. you can have any combination of people you want, which changes, After he like, dies, they're like, you know what, we've gotten used to this without, you know, I, <laughs> I don't beat the game with him. I'm my, I have my girly squad, which is Magus, Marl, and Luca. <laughs> and I like them. So... They're fun for me together. Um, Ayla's also fun in there because I we didn't mention that she's got this big blonde blowout going on too, and like <laughs> and a she like cloth. walks around like this. She's like a monkey. She, yeah, she runs on all fours, and her skirt has like a tail on it, so it literally yeah. like wags as it's going to. She's cute. We like her. She's one of the girls. Uh, <laughs> but it's why this game, while like it has a lot of linear storytelling, there's so much fun little things to do with it that's why i have replayed it so often because you can just you can do different stuff you can have different things there's 12 endings and it actually is like you can do different things to actually get those 12 endings that seem worthwhile or skip things you don't want to do and that affects it mm -hmm. as opposed to other games where they're just like get all of these costume pieces and we'll give you a special ending instead this one is like completely specific side quest beat this game with, with this person like da 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 it actually feels like you did something to earn an ending as opposed to just like collected something that's pointless. Um, and I, I think that's all. Oh no. My very last point <laughs> is, <laughs> so I just want to like give a little shout out. Cause I think for baby Casey, it's a very important character for Magus. He has three groupies and they're Ozzy flea and slash named after the American musicians. Um, which I thought huh. was funny. <clears throat> okay. But Flea, what makes them so great is they're like this person with like this big pink, like high ponytail, 
a corset and a skirt um mm-hmm. and it's a man and they make a point in the game too where everyone's like what why are you dressed like that you're a man and he's like because i look fucking good that's why <laughs> i'm hot as shit why would you even ask and i just loved it so much that they're like no you're right you do look pretty sexy yeah. big move they're like yeah <laughs> and flea was just um a very nice moment in my childhood <laughs> just to Aww. like see that as a little baby so you could say that's why you're like this i could say that is why i'm like this that's why mm. i'm queer and i like jrpgs <laughs> see you thought this was going to be crazy long this isn't even our longest episode no 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 well it's not over yet I know. I can keep on talking if you want. I'm sure you could. I'm surprised you're not like, oh, I forgot there's this other storyline. Oh, actually, there was one more thing I want to say. Before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like to let you know that you can find us on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our generation Why Am I Like This fan page. And if you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is whyamilikethis at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, um, call in, and give us an accurate recount of how the story goes in this game because I yeah want, i feel I like we'll just play telephone comments. right so yeah. it's like i watched a video of someone else telling me what the story was then i told you what the story was now you call and tell us what the story is and I mean, yeah it just keeps going forever and ever, and ever i'm still just gonna be amazeless that you did that honestly yeah i was wondering how this episode was gonna go and you literally were like i got this <laughs> Liz was like, this is my episode now, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my game. This is my favorite thing. Liz actually made that YouTube video we watched. You didn't know that. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm t- actually tank, tipsy toe tank or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay, Liz literally just talked for like 45 minutes about the the storyline of this very complex game and then can't remember the name of this YouTuber. <laughs> I, I love, love Tipsy Toe the Tank. That's great. Tipsy toe what is it? Tiptoe the Tank? It's just Tiptoe the Tank. Tip-toe. Or the Lady okay. of Lore. I think she has both of those on there. Okay. See, her name is already confusing. Why? Why Why is it too, Why is it both? Why don't you tell us your many good thing? Okay. Um, so <laughs> I have too many good things. I actually had ones this week. I'm really excited. Um, Isaiah and I started watching the show that we... I think we just randomly found or Isaiah like found it and recommended it uh, on Max, but it's an HGTV show called The Ugliest Houses in America. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's I'm really fun. It it's hosted <laughs> by Retta um, of Parks and Rec fame. Uh, honestly, she could do whatever and I would watch it, but it's um, she's a fun. They, they get like uh, like three or four submissions from different regions of the country and um, to be like the quote unquote ugliest house in America. Some of them I think are fine. Like I would live there. Um, and then they give whatever the winner overall, um, a big makeover, like $150,000 makeover. Um, I will say, uh, I find the windy city rehab lady really annoying who does the mm-hmm. makeover. But the fact that like Reda just kind of gives her shit the whole time and like gives her side eye is really delightful. Um, the yeah, first season, the house that gets made over is actually scary. It's like terrifying. It's, this it was like, like a twenty-three cam girl, like cam girl house or something. Literally like, like a brothel. Like there's stains yeah. on the carpet. There's there's like security cameras in every room, including the bathroom. It's yeah. like cuckoo bananas. Um, and this poor like twenty-three wild. year old like 
uh, college grad. I mean, that poor. Mm, no, her I'm, daddy bought her a house. No, so. I'm not saying poor as in financial. I'm saying like her dad bought her this house. Is like, I'm gonna buy you this house, and it's this shitty ass fucking thing that should just be torn down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's fun to watch. Red is fun. We watched the first two seasons. Um, and I think there's like at least one or two more on Max. So, um, that's my first thing. Um, my second thing is actually a comic book that I only read one um thing of and i i gotta remember the artist on it because i want to shut them up um so it's called black sad and it's actually this um oh yeah uh, okay i i just it's like a panther random. it's an anthropomorphic panther oh i thought he was just a cat he just looks like a cute little black cat um okay yeah maybe it's just a black cat he might be a panther i don't know but he's um this like noir noir detective like private eye uh in new york but like the whole world is like animals it's like zootopia but gritty sort of um i read this one about uh it definitely was not like the first one in the whole series it was like in the middle of it and i didn't really know and so there's all these things happening that i was like i don't know what's going on but i'm having a good time um but it had to do with like the people doing shakespeare in the park and stuff and like it's like they're talking about the building of the delacorte uh theater in central park in new york but it's like with like cats and birds and foxes and stuff and it's like very silly but um i don't know i think the art is really cool to look at and like the way they depict new york city and i think noir is just really interesting um the it's also um originally spanish um the writer is juan diaz canales and the artist is juanjo guarnido I hope I'm not fucking that up too much. Um, and it's published by a French publisher. There's so many layers, but it there's like um, English translations. Um, and it's fun to read. So I recommend it if uh, you want something fun to read. Yeah. Nice. Well, I can go next. So I also have two things. Um, the first one is Guts by Olivia Rodrigo dropped today. Um, I listened to it. I'm a pretty big fan. I actually like it more Casey than the first Casey likes album. Olivia Rodrigo album? You like it more Nobody than the first knew. one? I think I like it more than the first oh. one. Uh, I, the difference is I think her... She does a lot of ballads. And the first album, I felt like the ballads totally didn't fit in with like her other songs that she did that are a little bit more upbeat. And this time, I feel like the ballads do fit in. It's more of like alt-90s feel for all of them. Uh, which is kind of her vibe in general. So I, I think aesthetically this one makes sense to me. It's all more cohesive. Um, and there's a lot of good stuff. There's a super sapphic song. I think it's called Lucy, um, which really is just like, if, if this isn't about a girl in love with another girl, I don't know what you're doing because this is <laughs> like hella gay. Um, the only weird thing is she keeps on like comparing her to like bread, but also I'm like, I love bread. Bread. But I feel like she says something like your arms like uh, like puff pastry or something like that. And I'm like, it's flaking off. What's that's what I thought, too. I was like, that's not the best picture. But also, I love puff pastry. So I'm not against it. So <laughs> what are you going to do? There you go. Um, but it, it's got it's got some fun stuff, some fun times in there. If you like the first album, I think you'll like this one. And the second one, my um, little second mini good thing is that. So I got another Sailor Moon replica of her brooch the eternal sailor moon brooch 
Um, that's for the movie that came out in June that still hasn't come to America. So I'm a little sad about that. Um, but what's really great about it is I've wanted this one specifically. It's from the fifth story arc. I've wanted it since I was a little kid because I never Hold released it, it in America. No. Hold it more. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's pretty. Mm. No, no. Back where you were in front of your face. <laughs> that's pretty. <laughs> it is pretty. I like it a lot. Um, it also opens up and then it's like, ooh, rainbow. What if, I pressed the button. What if you opened it up and it was like a little video player that played the movie? And that's how you got to see the movie. <laughs> I like it that it has like this actual little mirror so you can see yourself in it. It's a little compact. Um, but yeah, I wanted this designed since I was like a little kid. This specific design for a brooch. And I'm like, at 34, I finally got it. Dreams do come true, kids. Dreams do come true. Hey now. Hey now. This is what dreams are made of. Yeah. Nice. Liz, what you got? Um, so for me, I'm going to talk about a film that recently came out. It is called Bottoms, and it's fucking good. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> it's a five star for me. It was fucking, like, exceeded my expectations. This, to me, is going to go down in camp history. Mm. Um, it is wild. We'll be like, the it, of that. It's so good. I need you both to see it. It's so funny. Um, it is, I just can't get over it. It was so funny. And the two leads are so great. Um, I recently saw a video where someone was talking about how they're basically making their own little like cinematic universe, like how Judd Apatow did back in like the 2000s, early 2000s, like where it was like Seth Rogen and Steve Carell and Will Ferrell and they're all in each other's movies. It's like, they're doing that, but with like queer wonderful young comedian people and it's very funny and i love it and highly recommend if you haven't seen it go check it out also if you haven't seen it and you've never seen a trailer for it i don't know how you've existed because i see this trailer still to this day like every fucking day of my life and the fact that i've seen the trailer 50 million times and i still love the movie as much as i do is a testament to the movie so nice there you go great movie amazing well that's our episode thank you so much liz for leading at this time (laughs) (laughs) um and then tune in next week when liz you're you're doing something again right no no we're doing a super super episode episode to kick out halloween my god i just did it yeah we are how super of us that's wild super we're all gonna be talking about clue clue <laughs> Casey 100% did not remember that. <laughs> I did not. It was Colonel Mustard in the billiard room with the lead pipe. Flames. All right. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Oh my Bye. Bye.